Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone. Oh, my God. I am so excited for today because you know when somebody has seen the caterpillar turn into a butterfly, when somebody has been with you to see your first crusty ass boyfriend, when somebody has traveled with you all across the state of North Carolina and doing marching band competitions. <laughs> this is the moment that you, get, you guys get to witness right now because I have Brittany Simone in the building. Hey, girl. I'm so excited. I'm also fangirling. I think we share the caterpillaring because, honey, baby, <laughs> a glow up. <laughs> I <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> Brittany's the kind of person, if you will see, all of y'all are not on the close friends, so y'all don't really know with the TV. But this this is a person who will pop up in, in Hamburg. Next thing you know, they're in Tokyo. Next thing you know, they're in Cartagena. <laughs> Then the next thing you know, they babysitting for the for the nieces and the nephews. I'm just like, okay, this is an international woman. Yeah, yeah, but it's in my birth chart. The stars are aligning. The stars. <laughs> Y'all, let me know after the podcast if you want Brittany to come back because listen, we can make it happen. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna, it's be, gonna fun. be fun. I've got my Renaissance cup, honey. Can I tell you the biggest fail? of my life and i do have an excuse but didn't see renaissance in concert mm -hmm. like that's a fail i feel like that about the on the run tour i feel like because i missed that one yeah and she did it twice like there's yeah. no excuse to miss that one Guess and what? i missed, missed that, that one too. for sure yeah I'm, so, i have a big double f like i haven't yeah i've just I'm not in a place where I was able to see concerts. I could, I didn't see Victoria Monet last year. I didn't see like, it, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> not impressed. So comfortable? <laughs> not impressed, y'all. Not impressed at all. So anyway, we're going to talk today about something that is very important, something that is very pressing, something that is very urgent. And it is the drama at Diddy's house. Because it's a lot of it's a lot of drama over there. Now, I don't know if y'all heard, but our good friend Cassie, she had done filed a lawsuit over to Diddy's house. <laughs> okay. It was a $30 million lawsuit. Okay. And it alleged rape, it alleged abuse, it alleged things we don't even need to go into the like sad, dirty, low-down tea because we are not here to relive a woman's trauma. What we are here to do is drag a low-down, dirty man for filth. So that happened. I thought, okay, of course, I believe it because I just had heard just different tea in the street about Diddy. Then three more lawsuits came about. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I started posting, I started posting, I started posting. Now, Brittany listens to the podcast. Brittany tunes into the mess. She said, 
a few things in the DMs. I'm going to let her say herself, but I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Brittany to come onto the podcast because we we need an aficionado. We need somebody with a PhD in this drama. Like, what was your first initial thought? How about this? We're going to start from the beginning, not the beginning of Diddy, because y'all know he's done so much shady shit. Let's talk about, let's just talk about your reaction from the beginning of this saga. Like, you saw that Cassie filed a lawsuit, immediate thought, boom. I was like, okay, well, if you know anything about court, by the time we find out about it, it's already in motion. It's been in motion for a long time. So I was like, okay, this explains the new album. Mm. This kind of explains him signing over some public. It just, it just brought some things full circle. Like, oh, okay, this is all to cover up all of those things. So if you don't know, Diddy offered a lot of his artists, not all of them, but most of them, their publishing rights back. But if you accepted the publishing rights, you had to sign an NDA. So that meant that you couldn't do any interviews about Diddy. You couldn't say anything in the public. All real day, she went on a big press tour and told everybody not to sign it. So her and another member, Danny D. Kane, didn't sign it. And even if you did, the streaming stuff, because it wasn't the it wasn't like he was giving them their masters back. This is just the publishing. So that's if like a TV show calls you and says, hey, I want to use your song for this. And then mm. you negotiate a rate. Or the streaming. That was what he was offering them. And so it was like $800 a year. Because no one's calling day 26 and trying to use... Great music. <laughs> but no one's calling them. Uh, and day for a movie soundtrack. Maybe some Tubi movies. But it's... You know what I mean? Like, just to put it in perspective, like, it was not for any money. Like, this wasn't a good deal. And so... It's all about so many things full circle. Then... Did it just send you back to 2004 wearing Chinese slippers belly flat to school listen listen i just was like okay if it's this far and we know about it first of all diddy's like behavior has always been like an open secret like mm -hmm. it's so many stories trickle there's so many celebrities that troll him 50 cent being one of them and what people don't know about 50 cent is that he used to work for diddy he worked mm. for diddy one day and he brought a gun in there and put it on his desk and did he say yeah you gotta get the fuck up out of here right. and so <laughs> I feel like 50 Cent has always had like this, yeah, I didn't even need to work for you, Diddy. And I like it's that I still made it. It's that kind of energy. So it brought a lot of things full circle. I knew that this had been in the works for a while, and I knew that they must have evidence as well. They they have to for it to go on public record. Diddy has right. enough money to settle way before it gets to this point. Where it's if public. It yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, where it's public and where we even know because the whole thing with Cassie, the first thing I thought was she's pissed. Like she is she's had enough. I don't know what has been going on behind the husband. scenes. Or I don't think ooh. it was all her. I think it's her husband because he used to work, he was the trainer. He was her trainer. That's how they met. See, he this is why we brought he on the aficionado. The <laughs> he also <laughs> he also is a witness so so what do you think you what do you think they, they they sitting over in their little house and they're like you know what i'm ready to move i think it's time for us to like let our put our plan in motion do you think they this has always been like the tea like i think yeah i think i don't think it was that simple i'm pretty sure it was like some trauma related to it like some effects that are still happening because they moved pretty fast mm. for her to experience all of that. I mean, she was with Diddy for like almost a decade. Right. More. And so while I'm happy for her, 
that was like a, a quick relationship. So I think it's like a part of her healing. That's what I really think it is. I hope that she's getting that. I really do. Because some of the stories that I was reading, I was like, damn, Diddy, you like, you have taken a step away from making people walk from Brooklyn to Times Square to get cheesecake, which that in and of itself. So that. A lot. Making the band toxic as F, toxic AF. So toxic. So if you remember when Lord, so Michael Bivens, one of the guys from New Edition, he is one of those shady records. (laughs) Heal yes. guys. If you watch the new edition movie, they they show his village and origin story right. and how he learned the business and realized that they got a messed up deal. And then instead of fixing it, he continued the cycle of giving Perpetuate. them a deal. A deal with Michael Bivens is trash. So Michael Bivens and Diddy got into it with Lorianne, the choreographer, and she almost pressed charges against them. Like and y'all don't want to mess with a boom cat. MTV was recording it. MTV was recording making the band. So I guess y'all don't want to mess with a boom cat. I'm just going to say that right now. Stay out of the way of a boom cat. Paid up. Because I mean, that's the only way. That's the only way. I just also think about the rumors that I heard about how he had sort of orchestrated and organized several deaths. This is all alleged, y'all. I'm not not saying that this came from me and my thoughts. I read this online. But the math, maths, the math, maths for all of it. I mean, and it just makes sense. And also, you mentioned something at the beginning um, when we first started talking about, like, this new sort of, like, rebrand. Like, he sort of wiped his Instagram a few years ago. Not even a few years ago. Like, maybe, like, just last year. And then everything is love, love, love. He got a new baby. Yeah, that's his new name. The baby's name is love. He's dating a new girl. She's young. She's the powerful woman. And it now, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, my God, of course he starts dating Carisha, who is... Somebody who is known to, um, you know, pip dudes out to sort of reverse the role and like take back the power of womanhood. Um, but also, Krisha is like 25 years old. <laughs> she has time to waste with Diddy and still right. get a better husband and still get more a husband with more money. She doesn't care. And I also think Karisha is a beard. I don't think that they really date. They take too many pictures. You think it's just so that he kind of has this better image yeah he always has a. he's always for him to have that much money he takes too many pictures with his girlfriends i wouldn't be taking that many pictures with my family well i respect I these women money. because i can tell you right now you pop one you pop a kid out for diddy and you're going to be sitting pretty and that's the thing it would be different if everybody took pictures you know what i'm saying nope. him and lord harvey didn't take that many pictures together those were paparazzi pictures like authentic paparazzi also if i started dating my son's ex-girlfriend i may not want to get photographed that much (laughs) with your with your stepdad and your mom on a double date that was a time corny (laughs) that's the biggest l Lori or harvey has ever had i can tell you that that's why that didn't last she was like let me stop embarrassing myself this doesn't read very well it's not giving what you think it's gonna give um but you know i just thought this was very very strange now when you mention Aubrey O'Day, mm-hmm. Aubrey O'Day has been in the press for just about everything except being a child of God. Let's just say that. She she likes attention. This is the issue that I have with my creative people. Y'all, sweetheart, my darlings. Y'all can't be out here fetching and, and throwing out a, a long line just trying to catch any fish that you will get because then when you actually have something to hook, nobody's looking at you 
and nobody's listening to you. No one's paying attention. And I think that this is one of those situations where we've seen the signs of this for years and years and years and years and years. And we've just kind of been able to look the other way. Yeah, but I think that was all Diddy's plan, though. I remember on Making the Band when he talked to her about being in the public, like, but the public eye. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked if he, like, paid some extra paparazzi to go out there, like, called her bluff on it, mm. you know? Like, he wasn't, he wasn't, he's, he's like, I'm going to say he's like that with women. And something just came, an interview with Lil' Kim just resurfaced recently where when she was in prison, he didn't call her. Oh, of course. Anything, didn't put any money on her books, nothing. And she made him all that money. You know what I mean? She was one of his first female artists when- um, Yeah, I mean, what was it? Signed her or whatever, like- What was the name of the, you know, the group? The freaking icon. Yeah, that's crazy. They were in a group. It was Diddy- um, Biggie, Kim, and they were like, it was a few young people. They had a little name. I can't remember what they were called. But um, yeah, something it's mafia? yeah, actually, yes. It's it was something mafia, junior mm-hmm. mafia. That's what it was called. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so our, our I just so since then, let's talk about it because there have been three more lawsuits that have come out. And I read through these, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I'm not the kind of person who's like, I don't know about this. But one of them, I don't know about this. One of these stories, I'm like, this is, there's no way this is a lie. There's just no way. It is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And it just makes so much sense. And I don't really want to go into so much detail, but I can just let you know. It includes a powerful man whining and dining, you know, a vulnerable woman feminine type and you know if my friend can't hit it it's no fun like what's the what's the stupid phrase oh it's, it ain't no fun if the homies can't get none that's stupid yeah that is stupid yeah. and that's what mm-hmm. happened in this situation and so i want people to really realize when y'all be listening to this um this music and when y'all be watching this mu- this this these you know, these movies and these films that it glorifies a certain lifestyle. These people, these people don't be lying about this. <laughs> no, no, they do not. No, they were <laughs> rapping about their real lives. They're talking day. about it. So when you get into these situations, you have to understand who you're dealing with. And I don't think that means that people can stay that way forever. But in the terms of Diddy, baby, once is a mistake. Twice might be a slip up, but you slipping around and 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 you assaulting five and six and seven and ten people. I mean, at this point, even if there is one in there that's kind of like a hard reach, pay her too. He's messed up. He's messed up. You know what I mean? He's pay her too. Timing, timing is perfect on that one. Pay they, her they, too. They, Write her a check. That's just a part of your. And my thing is. Even for somebody like Diddy, like we saw it with um, Kanye West a few years ago when he was sort of, people were trying to cancel him, which I was like, y'all, it's not, you can't really do that. He's just, he's, he's kind of too much of a thing, whether you like him or you don't. Um, it's why we have Elon Musk out here, you know, doing shit. We had Donald Trump as president. What the, it don't matter. Like if people want to ride for these people, they're going to ride for them. Anyway. Yes. Um, he was losing all of his endorsements, and it's like he Kanye West went from being a billionaire to just a normal, paltry millionaire in one day. 
So when I saw the amount that Cassie got, I said, oh, there's going to be a lot more shit coming out because she has to have nailed that. Like that had to have been a bull's eye. Like she has to have some footage. She has to have all the receipts because the bodyguard came out. I talked about this in the last podcast. If you guys listened to the last episode, there's a bodyguard who got subpoenaed in her case and he made a statement which he could have just shut his mouth. Y'all need to stop trying to get clout over stuff that has nothing to do with you. Um, as I do a podcast about someone that I don't know. Like what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you're named in the lawsuit and you don't want people to like think you were bad, just know that we know you were bad because you didn't do anything when you were there. Mm-hmm. That's why all those people who with R. Kelly went to jail. Every last one of them that did that lifetime interview, they all got tried. I think he's worried about his street cred because he got, he got like, you know, totally let go in the thing. And, you know, that means he definitely corroborated Cassie's claims and said, yes, Mm -hmm. this happened. And maybe he just doesn't want to, because this person, if you guys listened, he was just a street, just a street dude, hood dude. He had been to prison. He got out of prison once and Diddy found him and was like, uh, hey, you want a job? Or like somebody he knew got him a job with Diddy. And so it just goes to show you like what is the the whole T. Um, because wow, it's been 30 years. And by the way, there's this new um what's it called? It's called a um it's like a new law mm-hmm. where the statute of limitations doesn't really exist anymore. In New York or something. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I get this, the the right information. <laughs> yeah, it's in New York. Yeah, you can you can come out. And you have like thirty you. years now. Basically, the statute mm-hmm. of limitations is like thirty years because the one lady is giving him um a complaint from nineteen ninety. So, oh yeah, it's called the New York Adult Survivors Act, which allows adult sexual assault survivors one year to sue regardless of when the original statute of limitations expires. So that means that you literally have 365 days to shoot your shot, to collect your witnesses, to collect your materials, and to let the people know. So, you know, these people have done it. I don't know what to say about the fact that, like, (laughs) it's just every response he's had to all the other ones is like it's a money grab it's a money grab i'm an easy target for accusers who will falsify the truth everybody can't be lying though everybody can't be lying thank you that's when it gets to the point where everybody's lying everybody's lying now and you keep paying Mm. you keep paying it's a money grab but you handing it out is if one person is not lying aka cassie then I know nobody else is lying. <laughs> Period. You got to pay everybody. You might as well just ring up every single woman in America who has been born between 1970 oh and 19 and 2001 and just give them a $250,000 check. Just do that. Listen, listen. It's still women getting hit with bricks because you tell someone, I don't want to talk to them. Like it's still very no it's i mean it's very dangerous and you know what there's lots of rumors about kim porter 
So Kim Porter's the long-term girlfriend, the twin, the twin girls that Diddy has, this is their mom. And I think they have another little girl too. I think they have. They call them the triplets. He, the reason that he and Kim had broken up is because she found out while she was pregnant with the twins that he was having a baby with someone else and that they were going to be Eskimo twins or whatever it is where they're like two months apart. Oh, ghetto twins. Ghetto twins, (laughs) ghetto triplets. So yes, but isn't there tea about her... She was basically a financial slave so she, so, right, to him. That too. that too. And there's been well-documented accounts where you can see like, oh, she was beaten. Her mm-hmm. no- he broke her nose. He was super abusive to her. She was also friends with Kamora Lee Simmons, who was also a young girl in the industry who got married too quickly um and they were really close and so i won't be shocked because also while this is happening russell simmons has had some issues in the news too of being well his ass has moved to bali because apparently he doesn't want to face the music yeah a non-extradited country he's right exactly he's hiding he won't he's gonna have to stay over there forever he's going to have to because as soon as he steps his his ass on some um extradition soil Fire up the private jet and sit it back. <laughs> they are locking his black ass up. But I definitely think like Diddy, Russell Simmons, they all have some things going on. But Kim Porter, Diddy's ex-girlfriend who passed away, she was writing a tell-all book mm. and then mysteriously died from pneumonia or whatever they say it was. Mm. The I think that he did. she's definitely a part of the conspiracy. I think he definitely had a hand in it. It's too timely. Most of the people in his camp who have died, um, Heavy D, he was going to write a tell-all book. Right. Died, had a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? And that was easy because he was bigger, but I don't think that's true. I mean, that could have been some macaroni and cheese, but it it might not have been. Right. I'll be sure he was doing a documentary and then he went into a coma. Like what? (laughs) He didn't get killed, but he got stopped abruptly and then even biggie like you know um did he owned all of his masters like he right. doesn't share that with his family like his family doesn't really get any of that well because biggie's daughter was came out and was like diddy is a piece of shit mm-hmm. like y'all think he is that she's like i was starving <laughs> he's a terrible person like a super terrible person he also has another mentor you got to look at these pe- who these people, because I don't think a lot of Diddy's money is liquid either. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I confirm that he has a mentor, Ray Dalio. Is that how you say his name? Girl. That's yeah, guess. Ray Dalio. He's a hedge fund owner. He oh, talks about shit. Diddy's mentor. Um, They definitely were doing a lot of press together when Diddy was on the Forbes list a few years ago when for making a lot of money or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, looking out the window, like, let me make sure Diddy not over here trying to get catch me in the dark. Can't afford it anymore. Can't <laughs> afford it. <laughs> it's, too many, it's too many lawsuits. He, there's gonna be more people coming out. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, Kamora Lee actually just came out um, the other week, and she didn't. She wasn't actually being specifically addressing Diddy. She was someone had asked her about something, and she was like, "Oh my god, yeah, we were at a party once." And I said something to Diddy that he didn't like. And he came over to me like he was about to slap me. And so I looked to my husband like, you're going to let this man slap me? And I was pregnant. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. You're stone cold. You're stone cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Corinne Stephens. Oh, Superhead. She wrote about him in her book. And I can tell that he definitely paid her because it's glossed over. But she was at one of his parties with Exhibit. And apparently he was really high off cocaine and like was just running up to people saying crazy stuff, like acting like he was going to fight them. Like, yeah, y'all like came up to them, like cussed them out. Then came back to them and was like, where y'all going, man? Like just very flip floppy behavior. Mm. That alone, that alone, outside of all the other crazy stuff, pretty ridiculous. And I just feel like when I see people like, and I'm not even trying to say, because I do not need y'all to to try to read me, okay? <laughs> when I see people like Blueface acting the plum donkey fool, and you can tell that he is in, this is an abusive relationship. All the relationships are very abusive, but we glorify this behavior. Like that is what it means to be, like a black man. And people always praise Diddy because he loves his kids. He loves his kids. That is the bare, the barest of minimums. Okay. Y'all like, seriously, it's like, what do you even have to say about that? Because, you know, I just feel like it's such a, you know, I date men, but I also have a wiener. I'm like, you date men. You are a black woman. And, Mm -hmm. you know, do you think that that is bullshit or is that real life where it's like you kind of want that aspect of like hood rich? I don't know. It's it's men trying to impress other men because mm. it can't be for me. I don't mm. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I I don't want to get called out of my name. I don't want to be hit. I don't want someone bragging about having access to my money. I don't right. I don't, any of that so it's it's one of those things that like you accept that I probably won't ever understand it because it's not for me it's not it's not for me it's the worst behavior and it always comes down to other men trying to impress other men other straight men or I don't even know if it's straight whatever I was about to say because you know some of these men are very sassy and you know Let's just give the people a little bit of background. So Brittany and I met when we were literally children. Okay. We didn't become friends until we were like in like our teenage years. And um a lot of you know exploration in those those eras. And also we was in the marching band. So I don't know if y'all know what kind of things if anybody if y'all are listening and you have a high school child who is in the marching band that child needs to have a long conversation about contraception <laughs> he's he is experimenting he they has are... the time and the space <laughs> exactly the time and the space to get to get the things that they want to get it and you've been working out all day all night everybody's tan it's just it's a vibe so we met high schoolers everyone's trying to figure out who they are we're in a a place surrounded by you know arty farty kids who you know just want to love each other and so i think you see a lot of like oh well that dude is straight but you know what had happened in the back of the bus or you know what had done happened on the way to the football game or this and that and i feel like a lot of times in our culture and oh my god is this about to be a sexuality episode as well it can be we celebrate like and this is specifically, we're talking to black people because we black. Okay. Now I know my man is white, but 
I feel like there's a lot more freedom in that culture to just like do whatever the fuck you want to experiment and to just be and to right. just yes that's not the same because I can tell you I used to get bullied there was this dude oh my god what is his name I think his name was TJ <laughs> he went to middle school and high school with us he was like a light-skinned dude of course and he was like trying to bully me and he would like say all of this like sexual shit like hey man you've been playing with you you go home and like play with your booty hole don't you because like you're gay like you're a fact and i'm like you why are you so interested in what's going on with my booty hole now let me tell you something he was cute so i might have been like oh are you teasing me but you like really want to get my number you, you your facebook friends with me it's an icebreaker that's what that it's was icebreaker <laughs> you know <laughs> so i have had a lot of experiences where it's like what the heck is going on but i feel like we see that in the the mainstream and we see that with our rappers and with our you know because listen i used to take off my panties for drake for champagne poppy okay <laughs> and this is why i said of course the dude in high school was light-skinned because i'm like did he remind me of drake <laughs> is that why i was oh my so God. he wishes attracted he, he had that kind of glow up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But I don't know, like, you, I feel that kind of stuff, like, from a lot of these guys. Um, and we've seen, like, a lot of these, you know, dudes get caught with, like, trans women, like, hooking up with trans women. Like, which one was it? Like, Bobby Valentino cannot stay. He cannot. Cheney with Sydney Starr, that girl, from, that Sydney yes. Starr girl from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. She's she so was fucking getting them messy. All. Now, listen, Sydney Starr is fine. But she's she a messy. <laughs> She wants to be a mean girl so bad. That's what she's, that's the kind of woman she's decided to be. She wants to be a mean girl. But she, she can't like, fight. So how are you going to be a mean fight? girl and be like, oh my God, but she want to beat me up. Girl. <laughs> but the thing is, she, I think she's being nice. Because, you know, mm. she was, she was a man. So. So she's afraid she that if she beat her ass real quick. Her checks. Right. She don't want to lose her checks because she slapped a bitch one time. That's very true because they would like to say, yeah, she, that's a man, that's a man. Mm -hmm. They would do that. But yeah. like, it was Benzino also who, you know, we found in the arms of a, and so I, my thing is this, because I was talking to, the, to some of my family about this and they're like, I just feel like, because one of my cousins was like, I just feel like people are fake and phony and they're just trying to take some of the shine off of the LGBTs and you know, they don't go through that. And I'm like, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from. However, comma, a lot of people that you know are actually in the community. You just don't know it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, I just wish that we could bring some of this stuff into the forefront. Because I feel like it plays a role into a lot of this sexual violence, this sexual um, aggression. And women are always going to be the people who suffer the most from that. Because it's like, oh, well, you're not a punk. You're not a fag. You're not a this, you're not a sissy. Well, then why do you, why you don't have no kids? Because I've heard people say, well, like my sister, for instance, was I was like, so you're, are you dating? And she's living in Charlotte. So you can speak up. You can speak to this. And I'm it's like, well, how here. is it? She's like, it's hard, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, well, you know, my only rules are no kids. And I was like, honestly, that's really my was my only rule. Like, I can kind of figure out everything. I mean, obviously, you can't be broke, but no kids. And she was like, now, I don't know. And I was like, well, why? And she's like, well, you know, like, just like people have, like, 
most people have kids and I'm like you don't so this mentality no no tell her to go ahead and just do that it's it's way more guys out here than she thinks now it is hard but that part is not hard I never dated men with children and it's not because I think it's like impossible obviously I've had step parents so somebody had to date my parents when they got divorced Mm -hmm. I'm just so I'm so adamant about not disappointing anybody's child if I'm gonna ruin anybody's child it's going to be mine (laughs) and that's a fact okay I understand I'm not trying to mess up nobody else's kids. And then they like, also, I'm not trying to do with baby mama drama. And my parents, I never saw baby mama drama. Like whenever my dad was married, my mom mm-hmm. and my stepmom, thick as thieves, totally on the same page. You know, they all went to the same high school. <laughs> oh, wow. So they were friends like, oh, your turn, girl. Here That's you go. <laughs> right. That's when I knew I had to get out of Charlotte. I was like, wait a second. My grandmother, my mom, my dad all went to the same high school. Now my stepmom, like y'all, what? I got to go. Um, I gotta go. I can come back. I gotta go, which is also the whole new thing. But um, yeah. So I don't know. I think that plays a role into all of that and like the baby mama drama and the because people just can't like you know do them. I mean, and not only that, like she doesn't have children. You don't want to have to incorporate that in your lifestyle before you're you know before it does if it's it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that way. I think she's more concerned about cutting down on her market because she's really cutting out a huge market because it's a lot of it guys out here it's a lot of um we have the soccer team now so it's way more athletes and that's the kind of shit i'd be talking about because let me tell you Mm -hmm. something i have been off the market for quite a while but i used to be a motherfucking city girl okay (laughs) listen listen (laughs) so for me to think about like there's not that I'm like no there's there's geese for the gander my sweet you may not marry any of them but you can go out to Ruth's Chris LaBelle Helene for a nice luncheon you might meet the owner there of that place you gotta set your blessings up thank you not one monkey stops no show just set it up it'll fall up or just enjoy the time right like just enjoy being single and being young and beautiful and like yes. meeting multiple people and like you know i don't know there's a lot of rich fun stuff you can get invited to do out here like summertime's going to lake norman getting invited to go on someone's boat um we have our own horse race like the kentucky derby the queen city staple chase so getting to meet people there there's stuff she's yeah. not thinking she's she's not she's overthinking because she's yeah. tired of being here because we're from here I think that's the thing too. And my mom keeps telling her like, you need to move, you need to move. And she's like, I don't know. And it's like, I think you might need to. And not just because she said to, because just try something new. Because I know so many people who are moving back. Yeah. Especially from New York. It's cheaper. It's way cheaper. You know when these came back? Child. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I need to know why we didn't have a damn reunion. (laughs) Well, reunion may be a little... You might okay, so I'm gonna tell you something, but you gotta cut this part. <laughs> no, no, part. no, no. The people wanna know. The people wanna know. Oh my god, what happened? So, so I'll give you people a little bit of a backstory, and then when we log off, you can tell me the dirty lowdown tea. Okay, okay, okay. They okay. we were sent an email or like a Facebook message that was like, 
it's our whatever reunion. I think that was like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, duh, let's go. So I'm in the group. Now, granted, you know those people who move to a new city and they think that they just like, they know all the things. That that was definitely me who was like, okay, you guys, <laughs> like this is going to be so easy. Like, we'll just rent out of this. We'll just rent out of this. And this sweet man <laughs> went to school with us was like, where are you going to get the money for that? Like, <laughs> literally, like... Big facts. Big facts. Because so nobody like, is donating anything. Well, I said, why don't we all just throw in $10? And he was like, no, that's not going to work. Because people aren't going to do it. I said, even if everyone doesn't do it, if literally 100 people do it, we have 1000 bucks. Like, <laughs> why not? Couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. So I all I knew was then we weren't having a reunion. And now I'm old. And I feel like, whoa 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 to 2027 that's 20 years mm-hmm. 20 oh my years my people do you understand what that means that Thank means that i am now old smoking of cigarettes because we look good we look way Ooh. better than gen z and i and i credit the cigarettes ending <laughs> to that because they make their fucking lives away and they all look like six years older than us i definitely they agree I definitely agree that the millennials have, we, we learned what to inhale. We know what to inhale. Listen, the safe stuff. The safe you guys stuff. have missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, listen. And I, I get it. Vaping can be cool. It looks cool, but like. Well, in the access, like you can take it inside places. Like it doesn't have a smell. It doesn't, you know, because listen, everybody knows when you don't smoke the blunt. Like everybody knows when you do that walk with your cousins. At Thanksgiving, come back. we come back. Even if y'all don't look high, we can smell you. <laughs> you, you, you smell like outside. Like you Hell no. I just tell the cousins, I'm like, y'all start the blunt right in the driveway. I'm going to come out with my gloves wrapped around and I'm just going to hit it. And then you guys go down the street and I'm going to stand outside for like two minutes. and get lit. I don't right. like that. Like, I don't like that smell. Like, of course, we all enjoy the feeling. I don't know. Some people say they don't like smoking weed. Those people, I don't trust you. <laughs> it is okay it's not for everybody we can't peer pressure people. i know it's i've fine. seen people have bad reactions and even in the moment that they're having a bad reaction i'm like looking at them close to the side i like are you making this up how can you not enjoy this <laughs> i don't know i think it's hard for anyone to be sober like you gotta have something to take the edge off it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be. And it doesn't have to be daily. But yeah, I do it, think there is something important daily. about like, you know, and in these day and ages, it's hard to go out in public because you just don't know if someone's going to come in. But, Listen. you know, it's nice to just be able to like, you know, have a little moment, glass of wine, if that's your vice, you know, a puff, puff, pass, maybe you eat something. I don't know. Apparently Snoop Dogg has given up smoking. He did not. It was an ad. It was for his ad. edible company. It was for a fan or something. It was for some, no, no, no. It's for an outdoor smoking thing for like a uh, camp. And he did not, it was an ad and it worked. Cause he had. It really stories. did. Cause everybody, me including, I saw that and I was like, oh my God. I literally, my, my brain had a moment of extreme introspection. And I said, if Snoop Dogg is reconsidering his lifestyle, perhaps I need to look inward. <laughs> I think we all had a moment like Snoop knows something's in it. It's yeah. something we can't do it anymore. Something's wrong. We have to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, 
it really did make everyone think i definitely was like and then i thought about it and i read it i said this is a gimmick i'm giving yeah, it a week it's a I'm business a somebody week. i think i saw a comment that was like this is a business venture like he he must be opening up like an, a line of edibles hey you want to talk about someone who is rich snoop mm. is freaking rich rich you guys commercials all over. you think i'm an international i bet that man gets a new passport every 36 months he does because it's full in india freaking um tyler anywhere they pay him and he'll, rap, he'll do whatever this is snoop dog from the west side yes okay his net worth according to multiple sources is 150 million which is i'm i'm it's very impressive for a, a, a stoner and for a rapper at that i'm just and he saying has a, he pays a professional blunt roller to be with him, that job pays sixty thousand dollars a year, and that was like four years ago. So I bet it's gone up with inflation. I just remember people were trolling him, and they were like, "Snoop Dogg would just do anything," and he responded, and he was like, "Yeah, to get paid." I mean, big fact, <laughs> big fact. I'm right there with you, like, sir. Okay, so back to the whole Diddy thing. Oh yeah, sorry there guys, we have to are... drive back to Diddy's Diddy's house. We have to break in, sit in his living room, and let him know what we think of him. The fact that that guy did that on social media, do you remember that? That guy mm. broke into his kitchen and was like, and recorded. Mm. <laughs> He's making a bowl of cereal. <laughs> My thing is like, you really have to be super comfortable. I mean, like, of course it's your home. You want to be comfortable, but I like, I'm not even famous. I have cameras. Like nobody is going to just show up to my house and be able to arrive inside without me at least being like, ooh, got a little doo-doo. Who was that? That's the arrogance, though. That's the arrogance. That's the arrogance. Mm. Like, you to think that you're above it all. Like, that someone won't break in your in your shit. That someone won't rob you. That someone won't try you. That Stop somebody won't slap the shit out of Jennifer Lopez when you make her say the N-word in a song. <laughs> and I'm... So, there's a famous... Not a famous, but a YouTube um, psychic girly. So, if you guys are into that, there's a lady who does predictions and she predicted this she was channeling kim porter this was over the summer she predicted his fallout to the date november the 15th wait what's her name um, so i went back and follow i went back and watched another update from her she thinks that something is going to happen in march and she mentioned um something about offset the rapper so oh, no i and, and she's the reason that I went and Googled his mentors because that's how I because she said, I don't think his money is liquid. And I said, well, let's see who he's around where he could hide his money, where he thinks his money is doing something. And I found mm. the hedge fund person. So I was like, okay, look out for this guy's name. He's going to come in. It because Wait, we need to know and we want to know what the psychic's name is. Sloan Bellum. Okay. Thank Sloan God. Bellum. Sloan Bellum. I will put her. I will put a link to her YouTube in the description, you guys. Mm -hmm. She does some other channeling, like with other dead um, celebrities. I didn't watch any of those. I'm only interested in the Diddy. <laughs> yeah, I also don't like watching that channeling stuff because I'm like, wait, don't come into my house. Um, right, 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 right. You can't, you can't get, get too roped up into it. Yeah, stay away from my, but, from my properties. Um, <laughs> stay. stay. Yes yonder march is what she said she said march something's gonna happen and she says something about offset and i thought that was interesting because um so you know diddy well he used to own revolt we don't mm -hmm. know what's going on because he had to step down he um, stepped down 
but Revolt owns Hollywood Unlocked. So that's with like Jason Lee, um, Carisha Please and all of that. And so Cardi B did an interview on Hollywood Unlocked maybe last year, earlier this year. And I know that Offset did something else with Diddy, but I wonder, I wonder what's going to come out. And I wonder, a lot of people didn't know until recent, until I guess like the last five years that Offset was in Whitney Houston's music video. Mm -hmm. That would be so crazy if he ever was able to get into something like that. Because I definitely am sure that Diddy and Whitney Houston were able to party together at some point. Child, and let's not even because listen, I love Whitney, but and I story. but I believe what I when I see shit now, everybody knows that Michael Jackson is the king of pop, et cetera, et cetera. We also know that he had some little boy boyfriends that were offered up to him by their parents. We know this, y'all. We're not gonna we're not gonna be back and forth about stuff that we know. So when you say to me, like Whitney Houston, of course they partied. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, nowadays we're in the age where they will make you leave your phone with security when you enter a party of a certain Put caliber. Put them in those little bags mm -hmm. and make, make you walk around with that ugly crap. But back in Diddy's day in the 90s, etc., there was no cameras on your phones. There they was no people. Cameras. Right, had digital cameras. You had to do a, um, a disposable. <laughs> so it wasn't like this era where everyone's recording everything and everyone sees everything. So it's a lot of getting away with shit. Y'all want to know why the mob got away with so much shit in the 80s? Because wasn't nobody able to prove it. There <laughs> wasn't nobody there to tell the story. So we're going to see a lot of this vindication. And as if anybody really needed a reason to be like a nice, kind, level-headed, not abusive motherfucker, please let, let this be a lesson to all of you. It will come out in the wash, my darling. We're going to find out. It's We're going to find crazy. out. Look at Trey Songs. R. Kelly, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, and Harvey Weinstein should have been the reckoning for all the men to just be like, you know what? Let me <laughs> maybe, just, right. <laughs> maybe this isn't going to work anymore. The way I, I mean, the man was, the man, R. Kelly was able to pick up girls from a McDonald's yeah. for over a decade. They That's, knew he was going to be there. Right. They would come and their parents still would let them go there. Just open secrets. Just open secrets. It, it's just, it's awful. And I wonder, you know, what the hell? And this is what's so interesting because now everyone was complaining about, oh, everything's so woke. Everything's so this. Everybody's so sensitive. Everybody's so blah, blah. Person. Stop I'm trying like, to have excuses to be a shitty person. Stop yeah, it. Stop yeah. it. That's really the key here. Cause I'm like, well, when y'all was growing up and when we was doing things then, everybody was getting fucked over. <laughs> Except about three of y'all. Everything's a scam. I mean, <laughs> our government is collapsing in front of our eyes. Like, <laughs> just be a good person. We have yeah. so much shit to worry about. We have real shit to worry about. And I think that's what's really um so crazy about this diddy fiasco because he is supposed to be one of like the ones that we have who's been so successful and this and this and this and it's like damn y'all ruin everything 
Can't be happy for you. Ever. Is it possible for you to just not sexually assault somebody? Is that possible? Like, <laughs> why is like why is that? And like, do you get no joy from being disciplined? Like, do you get no joy from not leaning into like terrible behavior just because you want to do something? Like, I could eat all these chips that I that I've been wanting to eat all day. I could eat them. Right. I'm not gonna do that because my stomach is not worth it's not worth the end, the end, the suffering. It's not worth the suffering. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I just can't imagine somebody like, you know, I I have I've obviously been around the block a few times and I've had experiences where I'm like, no, don't do that, or da da da. And like it's like, no, really don't do that. Or, you know, and I just can't imagine if somebody wouldn't stop. That is like such a horrifying thought. So I feel like, you know, good riddance to you, Diddy. Whatever happens to you now, baby, it's all you. <laughs> Seriously. And I just hope there's enough left for your freaking kids. That's it. They probably have think. all of their own money. Um, they, they probably and those have are the only money. ones he posts are the ones that are making a check. He doesn't, that one Lauren Harvey used to date, he doesn't post him. And mm -hmm. that new baby, he doesn't post that new baby. They don't make him any money. I'm He's sure that girl, and I'm sure her, she's, you know, she probably sold her little house that he bought her and moved down to a condo um, to get away from him now. Because that's the thing about these kind of people. It's like, as soon as they realize they're ready to leave you behind, especially when that whale runs dry. Because also all these people who, aided and abetted your behavior they're going to turn their back on you too that whole no snitches get stitches culture is over it's the over. name of the game is stay out of jail we're staying we're staying out of jail because y'all not gonna give go me no money to my books anyway kim went to jail for not snitching and you didn't even have her back couldn't buy the girl no ramen couldn't <laughs> put no money on her phone nothing just trifling couldn't send her a pack just of hair to the damn prison she had to go all natural Listen, she really did. She really did. That is honestly among other horrors about being in prison. But like, I think one of the biggest ones for me would be just like the day to day. Like I have to look like a boy. <laughs> 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 like I really just have to, like, I have no choice. Like y'all about well, to come. Prison is different than jail. So they get access to that because they're, since they're in there for so long. They get access to stuff. So they get makeup. They they don't get to choose their glasses frames, but they get some stuff. It's well, not luckily all. I have 2020 vision, so that'd be oh, fine for how, me. What kind of that is some supersonic shit. Where you're definitely supposed to be wearing glasses by now. You know, I just think some people are born perfect. <laughs> Brandon, I know you. I know you used to wear glasses. <laughs> don't don't troll me. No, Brittany is literally calling me out. How dare you? Because so I have a slight astigmatism. I still have 20-20 vision. Okay. But my mother, mm -hmm. who thank God I can say whatever I want about her on this podcast because she will never listen to it. <laughs> she forced me to wear glasses when I was driving. And me, like, not even, this is when I realized, like, oh, wait, I don't have to do anything that you say when you're not around. Like, I would still do it. So I would get in the car and I would put the glasses on. Um, Yeah, there was a period of time. Mom. That's when you know you got a good parent. That's when you know you got a scary-ass parent. Like I didn't even live with her at the time, and she still had me in a chokehold. Um, 
I can just hear, put some glasses on. (laughs) (laughs) Picture me, glasses, braces, wearing shorts that look like pants because they're so big. Oh, don't forget the flipped up collars. Oh my God. Hollister shirts. Hollister. I guess I did get kind of cute toward the end of high school. Yeah. Once I figured it out. Once I figured out that we were like a full on queen, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're gay. We're not going to. We're not going to dress like that. <laughs> I'm going to college now. That I'm is scary. <laughs> that is scary shit. Okay, so we are wrapping up. We are coming to the end of our experience together with you guys. And I always like to do a what is this, honey, with all of my guests. A big moment of the week where you look and you go, what is this, honey? And I'll start so you can have some time to think about yours. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I am um, about to be married and I have been taking my dogs on walks like every single day, just like help them stay exercised, help me, you know, stay fit, the heart rate going. And Chow, I know I'm up here in these like, I live in the Hudson Valley. Um, I can't really explain what that means, but just Google it and you'll understand. People are just very free. They'd like to just not obey the rules. Sometimes I feel like it's fucking intentional. (laughs) But I'm not going to argue that statement right now. But I was walking through the neighborhood with my dog. One of them was on a leash. One of them is in his little stroller because he has short legs and he can't walk that long. Everybody's in their yards with their dogs off a leash. Just willy nilly. There's even a cat. There's even this. So my dog had paid. he, He was very respectful. But today... He could not be respectful. And it just made me think of how certain people lived. I, my dog is a suburban animal. He has lived in the the lap of luxury from day one. He gets out here in these streets and he wants to act like Cujo. He wants to boss up like Suge Knight of dogs and come after people. And I'm like, you need to calm down, okay? You need to relax. And it makes me think of people who do that in real life. Like I see a lot of dudes. And this is something that we deal with in the black community where people will grow up in a suburban area and they want to act so thug, so hard. Like, and really they just look like a, a member of B2K. Like that's what they look like. <laughs> a specific family comes to mind. Mm. The Owutes. <gasps> now, oh my God. Now listen, this is so crazy. People don't even know how famous people are from here. So right. these are an, are an African family that we went to school with. There's a bunch of them. We went to school there with like three a, of them. Three there or four. is a gang of them. There's a whole gang. Of and them. they will beat you up. So like they will beat you up. And I'm not gonna say any of their names. I'm not yeah. gonna say any of their names because I'm still scared of them. Yes. I'm still scared. I, you know the one I'm scared of. It's a woman. I'm still scared. <laughs> I'm still scared. And so what's crazy is the these. This family lives in a lived in a neighborhood, grew up in a neighborhood called Highland Creek. Hmm. Highland Creek is a huge neighborhood. They have their own elementary school, like eight pools, four basketball courts. Their own um, postal. They have their own postal service. It goes through like two zip codes. It's like their own <laughs> country club. Like yeah. it's 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 a very middle class environment. Upper middle huge class for North Carolina. Environment. And so they lived in this neighborhood and would still walk around. This is not, we don't live in a walkable area. We live in the country. There's nowhere right. to walk. They would be walking. 
they will be walking. Yes. But I feel like that's also a part go. of their culture of their parents who were immigrants, who I'm sure they were like, you need to go. You want to go see your friends? You must go on foot. <laughs> or, or just a simple get out of the house. Yes, get out of the get house. Out. Because get you out. know, the kids who act the fool at school the most is the ones whose mama really don't play. Right. I know their parents had to be straight. There's Theory. no way. They There's had to no have way. straight A's. They had to they had to all have straight A's. And you know what I what I remember? It wasn't necessarily that they were bullies, but they were as such because there were so many of them, they were like a gang. So like if one of them felt slighted, and this the woman is the one that I was like scared of, and she was really nice to me. Don't get me wrong, because you know, I was a queen, I was delicate, she, you know, was a liberator, but she had issues with a lot of women at our school. And I feel like, and at the time, the gr little girls, because we was little, we was little kids. Um, and so if one, if she was upset, then they were all upset. So it was like, okay, it's never fair. And then there was never like a discussion. There was never a discussion. There was like, no. they're mad at you and you're getting beat up. <laughs> it was a snap. Hey, they did the get them, get them, just sick them. They, they really are like, like you said, a gang, but it's just really closely rooted family stuff. Like, listen, mom and dad have been pissing us off. We're going <laughs> to go here and fuck shit up, and we're going to do it together. We're gonna like do the it only together. time they get sugar is at school. Maybe that was it. They only could have Probably. sugar at school, and they would freak the fuck out. The funniest thing is that these this same family is now all works for the baby. There's his producers, the bodyguards, his hair braider. And I'll tell you something. Family. That makes the sense. And let me tell y'all something else. Don't fuck with the baby because if that's the kind of people that he have doing his hair and clipping his toe, doing his pedicure. Yes, he knew. He they knew. will fuck you up. He knew. So when the baby went to that Nigerian wedding like a mm, long time ago, was that one it of was, theirs? It was theirs. Uh huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. I used to think that the baby was so cute until I saw some of the shit and I was like, I'm scared. I'm scared of you. You scare me. I knew about the Walmart story from day one. And I, just I had like, no idea. Can't do it. <laughs> You're too calm about this. You're too calm. Yes. <laughs> You're too calm. <laughs> you are the embodiment of the lyrics that Drake raps. You actually are that dude. Like that is you. And he didn't even really rap about that that much. And that's what made me think like, oh, no, nah, he's got to yeah. go to therapy. He's got to. You're not even getting it out. You're not even letting it out. Well, he didn't have to do any time for that either no but i mean who thinks about going to walmart and killing somebody even if you think you can get away with it That's you know true. what i mean mm, it's insane but he, uh, yeah i used to think he was so hot and um then he started talking he got too far well, and i liked him as a rapper but then even lately i'm like have you been on are you on something yeah he's broke he's broke you can't Bro. be doing crazy shit like baby that. Baby mama is in jail. You know, Danny Lee hit that guy. What? Driving drunk. It's a she lot going on, y'all. And if y'all didn't know, Brittany and I are both from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. Okay. We went to North Mac High School. And so we have seen a few things. Now, lately in the world, Charlotte has been kind of coming up on the map a lot. And I and wish it would not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would not. And multi in a multidisciplinary sort of way. So um it's interesting to see how we are showing up. And let me tell you something, that the baby shit is real because Hidden Valley I, my mom wouldn't even let us. We had a, we had a, our cousins live there for a little bit. And we wouldn't even go see them over there. 
you cannot go there's no reason to be on that street like that whole little section of charlotte like is so avoidable it's still women walking up and down through there waiting for you to beep the horn at them so if y'all really want to see some hood shit and if people don't really come from there stop acting like that yeah okay because my dog was doing that in the neighborhood this this week and i was like what is this Mm-mm. what is this honey okay so Brittany's gonna give us hers so now that i'm i'm still in charlotte but my boyfriend lives in gastonia so we're calling him boyfriend mm. yeah my boyfriend lives in gastonia mm. <laughs> we have a, his mom made us an ornament with our names on it it's really cute <laughs> Brittany's like me she, um, if he's being claimed this is a big deal that's a big deal okay you're <laughs> taking one day at a time this could turn look brandon knows this could turn in any moment. <laughs> but my boyfriend lives in gastonia and gastonia is very rural it's only like four exits down the highway and then it's a whole nother city um and so i was getting off the exit to get here and i had to stop because someone is moving a whole trailer and <laughs> i forgot <that laughs> those things exist you're still in the south. I've been in Charlotte all this time before I started dating my boyfriend. So I haven't seen a trailer park. I, I've only seen <laughs> suburbs, high rises. I don't know anything about that anymore. And please understand, New Charlotte is the Wakanda. Uh, like, like I'm sorry, Miami might be the only, because people like are obsessed with Atlanta. I just feel like Atlanta's a little bit muggy. Mm-hmm. And take that, take that as you will. Um, Y'all saw what Keith Lee did? The energy is vibing around that whole city. It's everywhere. So, but like when Brittany and I were in school, like, because our school was not in Charlotte. Our school, our high school was in this little uh, suburb called Huntersville, which is why we met a lot of these kids who lived in places like Highland Creek, these suburbs and like these neighborhoods like River Run, these, you know, big suburban places because the school was outside city limits. I saw people riding horses up to the school like it was a lot happening so Brittany you had to be refreshed going to visit (laughs) you had to be refreshed and reminded there's a Walmart across the street from our high school now that little abandoned house they used to gone it's a Walmart there's a Frankie's over there it's all it's all done up all them kids is just running behind there smoking meth I can see it now (laughs) listen you used, used to skip school, steal the pe- steal the Domino's pizza, go to that little house. I only know about this because my sister did it one time, and I I beat her. I gave her a whooping. That because day. she used to hang out with by, with them badass kids. Because my ex boyfriend used to do stupid shit like that. My little crusty yes, ass first CJ boyfriend. CJ and Paris were friends. Yeah, crusty. <laughs> they were friends. Oh. Oh my God, you guys cannot understand the evolution. So this is why when people are like, oh my God, you were always going to be with like some like old white guy. And I'm like, you don't even understand. I have been all around the world and I, 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 I. Could have been with anybody. Could have been, been with so many different ways. It could have <laughs> went left, right, up, down. Could have went so many different ways. I'm glad it didn't go the original way that I thought because, oh my God. I mean, I can't wait till this stops recording so I can give you updates. Yes. Hey, oh, anyway, oh. we. Lo- <laughs> if you guys want to know the dirty lounge lowdown tea, you can just try to find Brittany. If she allows me, I will put her Instagram 
I will you tag her Instagram. Um, and she can tell you right now what it is if you guys want to give her a follow. It is the Simone show. And that's it. Oh my God. So when she, oh, sorry, I just cut you off. <laughs> B S Y M O N E S H O W. That's it. Or is yeah. it the Simone show? We'll figure it out. We'll figure we'll it out. It. I will put it in there. And then maybe when she, I convince her to start her own podcast, that could be the name of it. Because we'll what a great name. You guys give me a five-star rating and review because you love me and I will see you next time.